Supernature Podcast is here to give everyone a respectable outlet to speak their truth. The experiences and stories depicted can be unsettling and disturbing to some. Listener discretion is advised. If you have a story you want us to share, email supernature at galacticcycle.com. Hello, cosmic friends and family. Welcome to the Supernature Podcast. I am your host, David Mage. This is a narrative account of a real-life experience had while in a meditative state called Regression Hypnosis by Reverend Audra. I just see a big selenite crystal. It is huge. I don't see anything else but space around me, a lot of space, and stars. No sky, just outer space. It's hard to tell, but I feel like I'm inside the crystal. It looks like it connects with other things. This crystal is spanning across our universe. Kind of like how molecules would look like, all connected together, but with this crystal. The things it is connected to are planets all around the universe. I'm hearing that the pyramid is no longer needed. I think that means I could travel to the planets through this? I'm seeing it more clearly now. The crystal actually looks like a fiber optic cable. There are these tiny sparks of light shooting through the crystal. Millions and millions of sparks constantly streaming through this crystal. I think those are beings traveling. I try to look at one, but they're going so fast. I slip back into the crystal and grab onto the first one that zips by me. I'm holding onto something and it's purple. It's neat. It looks human in structure, but not in their face. Their face is more cartoony and friendly. It's looking at me with a calm smile and big yellow eyes as we zoom through this crystal. It kind of looks like a smurf, although it's really tall, like human tall, but with a flatter reptilian face. There is such a calmness, it seems so friendly. I hear the name Jory. I ask, Jory? And he says, yeah, I didn't choose it. Then I hear that he is heading home. I ask where home is, and I keep hearing Venus. I wonder where he is traveling from, and I hear back, somewhere where there is ice. I wonder if he means in our solar system then, like Pluto, and he says, no, it's here, Earth. I ask what he was doing on Earth, and he says he needed a sample of the water, and that he is taking it back to Venus to break it down. I ask to, like, the chemical parts, like as in hydrogen and oxygen, and he says yes, to see what is in it, but that there is more. He doesn't know what it is, so he wants to find out. I suddenly find myself standing inside a cave. That being is next to me. He is in his studio. It looks like the Flintstones, but underground. He lives inside the planet. I wonder if that's where we have come, to his home inside the planet. He's alone in here. It's like what you would think a mole would make, but there's places to sit. I wonder what to ask him, and he says anything. I can ask him anything. They don't have cars, though, he then says. So ask anything but not cars. Does he need to eat food? Just leaves. That's all he likes. Where does he get the leaves from? He says he goes deeper, that he can't go up to the surface. 
Where do these leaves come from? They grow on roots, like vines. He can dig them with his claws. He's got hands, but they have little claws on them. He can dig through almost like a root system, and they have these little leaves he can take. I wonder about drinking, but he says he doesn't need to. Everything he needs, he gets from the leaves. There's beams and poles with light coming in. It looks like beams on their ceilings and walls. I'm not sure what they use for a power source. Oh, he says they use their heart. That way, as long as their heart works, it's free. I asked if they have electricity or anything like that, and he laughed at me. They have no need for external sources of power, not when they know how to use their heart. He returns to the water that he took from Earth. I ask him if he can show me what he does with it. He brings it to a circular machine and shows that the water spins in there. I think it's to break it down and test it. He is trying to break it down and see what's in it. He says it always changes, and that it's not always for our benefit. He is trying to learn what is inside it so he can fix it. He can add things to it, like different elements, which will make it better for us, us humans. He says he knows a lot about us, as in humans, that we are trying, but if we screw it up, then he's toast as well, that Venus is affected by the things that happen on Earth. Earth is connected to the whole universe. Everything is connected. He says that we were wiped, like disconnected from our past memories, in the hopes that we would make better choices. I ask if he was around when we were wiped, and he laughs. He says he's not that old. Is there anything that we can do now to not get wiped, I ask? He says our thoughts. He suggests praying, but he knows that I don't like that term. We should use our thoughts for things like praying and focusing better and doing what's right. The more people who, he says, finally use meditation, the more people who pray or meditate for good, the more it is going to change the outcome. We can clean everything with it. He's making his pants from thought and he's laughing. He's like, you see this? And points to his pants. I made them with my mind. And he can change and alter them with his thoughts. He says, once you know, it truly is that easy. It's like traveling through the crystal. It's like a luge that you can slide through and use your thoughts to travel through. I wonder if there are many of his kind on Venus. He says there are lots of them, and they're only on Venus, the same way there are no humans like us anywhere else in the universe. They are uniquely developed from the planet. It's too cold other places for them. He can come to Earth for a little bit at a time, but then he has to return. He needs the closer heat from the sun, like on Venus. I ask how he came to be on the planet, and he says he asked. He was in the place of wind, and then asked, and they said your heart was ready, that he could manipulate energy with his heart, and once that was open, he was sent here. There are other beings on Earth, too. They are reptiles, somewhat like him, and like him, they don't come to the surface too often. But they aren't like him in any other way. They're not the purple kind. He is like a hybrid of reptile, human, and a Pleiadian. The reptiles on Earth aren't like that. They come from a different source. They come from the beginning. He says they have been around for a very long time. That they have deeper claws. They aren't here to help humans. 
not the way he is. They have a different agenda. They don't want us to die, but it would make things easier for them if we didn't make it through. I wonder what he is talking about, and he says that there are many changes coming, but it is all for our best. He's smiling again and says that he can see me. He sees a gold energy surrounding me. I wonder what that means, and he says that I have good intentions, but I'm still rough. I ask if I could come back here again, and he says any time. And is there a way to see him when he comes to Earth? He says yes, use the mirrors. But he has to be invited. He said set up mirrors and you will find me in them. Now I'm returning back to the crystal. I can see more flashes of light zipping through it again. I look to see if there is someone else that I can connect with, and I see a being that has a red, a really red, like a red helmet sort of face. I just grabbed onto him. His entire being is completely red. Think of the flash, but all red. I wonder where he is heading, and I hear a chuckle. To the sun. What's at the sun, I ask? He says, all the energy. I wonder if he maybe lives in the sun, and I hear another laugh, then I am the sun. He then points to a spot down by the equator and says that he just came from there. He was there to warm it. Something happened and he needed to send it energy. Now he's heading home. He does this all the time, heading back and forth to the sun and earth. And he laughs again and says, yeah, you'd think I'd be tired, but I'm not. I wonder if he could show us what the sun is like, and he asks if I'm ready to let go of my body. I say, not ready to do that, no. I ask if there is another way to see. He says, I can see a snippet of it, but it is a way more fun place if I leave my body. By not allowing to leave the body, you can only go so far, and it is a goddamn paradise in there, he says. Otherwise, you can only go so far and you can only see the heat. But underneath, it's like being in a jungle. But nothing will hurt you. Everything knows it's all one, so they don't hurt each other. And if they do, they only hurt themselves. I think he's trying to show me what it looks like. I see plant life, animals, water, air, and all the normal kinds of things, but the colors are very different. All that fire and heat that we see as the sun is to keep what is inside safe, because not all things can get through it. Some can get through and go in. I mentioned that if we were to get too close to the sun, we would burn up our body. He laughs and says not true. Don't believe what everyone tells you. He says that I am right. It will burn, and we can't go there. But it's because of what we believe that our thoughts limit us because of what we have been led to believe. He continues into the sun, where I cannot travel yet. And that is where this session ended. Thank you for listening. All of the information on this podcast was narrated and produced with the permission of the respected individual. I want to thank Audra for sharing her story with us today. If you would like to share your story or learn more about regression hypnosis, email us at supernature at galacticcycle.com.
If you would like to share your story, or have any questions about our discussions, or have any ideas that you would like us to include, email us at supernature at galacticcycle.com. And if you enjoyed this session, subscribe or follow us on your favorite podcast platform and stay up to date on all of our latest releases. Help us make these shows as interactive as possible. So please reach out and keep this conversation going. You can connect with us in the links in the bio and become a part of the journey. See you next time for more incredible stories. And in all that you do, may you reconnect with the earth. Thank you for listening and never stop pushing the boundaries of reality.